Okay, starting in three, two, <laughs> one. Just take it or leave it. Don't tell your friends just what you're gonna do now. You take it or leave it. It's just advice. Oh la 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 ta 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 ta. Oh la 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 ta 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 ta. Oh la 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 ta 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 ta. Oh la 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 ta 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 ta. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. <laughs> Coming in hot. You're listening to... Uh, it's Take It or Leave It with Beaver and Cleaver, the podcast. That's Cleaver. I'm Cleaver, and that's Beaver. And we're here to tell you what you need to know to not be such a loser. That's right. This is advice you didn't know you need. What's funny about this, I'm just, just now realizing this, it's one of my one of my biggest gripes, like maybe my overall, this is jumping way ahead into this it. podcast, I love it. but one of my biggest cleaver cut it out. Uh-huh. Wow. Really? At the beginning? Is people, is people offering unsolicited advice. And yet this is what we do for a living. <laughs> this is, this is what's paying the bills. Yes. Yeah, psych. This new podcast. Anyways. With, hey, we got almost that's not, 30 listens. We did? Yeah. How many of those are just people clicking on it i wonder how many it was like just me over and over again yeah just trying like, refreshing the page i tried it like in the kitchen and then like in the car <laughs> just to, like see how it feels like if i could trick myself into like thinking it was a podcast i have a confession I would listen to what i haven't listened to that's it. not a confession that's fine that's okay. normal all right it's weirder to listen to yourself uh, is it but when i listen i'm listening to you if you're making your living off podcasts like we are <laughs> anyways that's not my cleaver cuts it out it's just something I just dawned on me. Yeah, unsolicited advice, and that's what we—it's all—it's what we excel at. You know, as I was le- leaving my house to come here, mm-hmm. as you were picking me up, my roommate was watching like some documentary about a kind of crazy-seeming old sculptor, and I just got really mad about it because he just seemed kind of insane. And I was like, we give way too much attention to crazy old white dudes i'm gonna say it thank you and those are the ones who like to give me advice it's you know what and that's something we can get into on this podcast that we avoid on the air we don't really successfully avoid it but we sure make an effort we 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 sugar it up if that's a i think that's how you would say it sugar it up we sugar it up pour some sugar on it (laughs) (laughs) anyways we'll get into that a little bit later too this podcast is uh as we said, it's advice you didn't know you need. We've got several different segments, all of which somehow loop back around into advice. Because that's our central theme and who we are and what we do. And based on feedback from our listeners, we thought we would get that out of the way real early this listen, time. Listen, listen. We listen. Okay. Yeah, we do listen. It's important are you listening? for you to know that we hear you when you give us feedback. Solicited advice. Solicited. We don't yeah. want to hear it otherwise. Yeah. Otherwise, shh. Don't email. Speaking of email, we did get a voicemail. <laughs> we did get a voicemail. We did get a voicemail, which we will play. But we wanted to, um, we wanted to kind of exercise our advice muscles because I've <clears> barely <throat> given <throat> any advice today. It's true. Our radio show is tomorrow, so that's that would normally be our warm up. Mm-hmm. Except for it's not; it hasn't happened. It's the yet. wrong direction. <laughs> so is what you're it's saying. a reverse warm up, which is sort of like a cool down. It's a cool down, and yeah. to do that, we're going to start with some. Um, Anonymous, anonymous, anonymous. Um, we're gonna basically we're gonna read another person's situation to you in a little segment that mm-hmm. we call social Q-tips. Ling a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling. Dung 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 dung. Q-tip. 
Is that what you came up with? Yeah. That's great. That's great. Okay. So uh, for those of you that didn't hear our debut podcast, episode one, um, Social Q-Tips is, it's a really great thing that we do where we read a problem (laughs) of a rich New Yorker. (laughs) Yep. And uh, then we give advice to that person and then we skim through Philip Glonis's. Glonis? Glonis. Philip G. Let's call him Philip G. Let's call him PG. Let's call him Philip Glass. I like that a lot better. Great. Let's speculate about what advice Philip Glass would give. Mm-hmm. In addition. We'll just extend this segment out. Right. Um, Shout out to uh, the New York Times. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, New York Times, for letting us mention you on this podcast. Yeah. We only get to mention them 10 times a month, though. It's true. And then <laughs> we have to get a subscription. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we go incognito. Did you know Does about that, that work? Hack? Yes, no. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. See, that was advice I didn't know I needed. Mm, there you go. Are you serious? I am dead serious. I oh just my, I don't even want to repeat it because I like yeah. feel protective of We're that. We're going to move on now. <laughs> we picked this one based on the title alone, and we hope that you love it as much as we do. If you can't stop name dropping, you're not coming skiing this year. A reader's work spouse has an annoying penchant for embellishing anecdotes about celebrity run-ins. I hate everything in that description. Okay, well, I'm going to let you... I'll read it, and I'll let you lead off okay, with the advice, great. okay? I'll try to contain it <laughs> until the end. Ooh, the first three words. My, quote, work husband, Ew. unquote, and I managed to stay close even after we changed jobs. We mostly see each other on the weekends, but he really bugs my other friends. I want to invite him on our holiday ski trip. They don't because he often makes up stories about celebrities, not only will he have an Ariana Grande, is it? <laughs> is that right? Is it Ariana Grande? I think it's, I think Grand? she's a, uh, it's just Grand. Yeah, I think it's just Ariana. I don't know Ariana Grande. I'm Should we call so a middle schooler right now? How do you say her name? I'm, I'm not embarrassed. How old am I? How old is she? Wow, Ariana Grande. <laughs> sighting. Anyways, let's start the sentence over. Not only will he have an Ariana Grande sighting, totally believable, time. but. He takes it to another level. He and Ariana have an amazing conversation that he relays in painful detail, less believable. I forgive him these lies because he's kind and loyal, but my friends don't. Should I say something to him? And what about the ski trip? MP. Take it away, so he's Beaver. A, he's a pathological liar? He's, that- he's sounds like let me cut let me cut this to the to the quick to the chase sounds like he's a pathological liar slash we didn't really cut to the chase on that word quote unquote work husband and mp is 100 percent an enabler i and mp's friends are like y'all are crazy don't bring him on the ski trip we don't want to be around a pathological liar we just want to ski and then have hot cocoa with hundred dollar whiskey shots i just feel like she's saying that if he lied better it would be fine are you kind of getting that feeling? <laughs> it's like that his lie, he goes it too far. It does like that. He they talk about far. the Ariana Grande sighting being totally believable. But then she draws a line at the fact that he starts to make up uh, this conversation mm-hmm. that they had together. And she's like, that's just, I can't handle that. I mean, that sounds super annoying. Mm-hmm. Like to hear someone relay a story that's obviously fake about and a see, teen celebrity. Is she a teen? <laughs> put yourself in the shoes of the friends. Uh-huh. That are watching their other friend, the writer, MP, enable this psychopath. I think he's a psychopath. That would freak me out. Like, if that was you, I would be like, Nara, why are you believing them? Why are you egging them on? They're crazy. Do you think she has, like, a Stockholm-y work husband-y 
What is a work husband, by the way? Well, I mean, that's the first little cue to me that these guys get along because she's the kind of person that uses the phrase work husband, which just means someone you spend a lot of time with at work. That's a man? That's a man? or I've heard of the term derby wife. What is that? It's like roller derby. Oh, okay. I was thinking like Kentucky Derby. Yeah, this was in reference to roller derby, but I still have never totally understood what that meant either. Like, it made me start to think of some, like, BDSM shit. So I've heard work wife, like, my mom, for instance, talks about her work wife, which is her co-teacher, and they manage, like, 30 children together every single day. Okay. And to me, that does seem like, in a sense, the best term to describe that partnership, because it's like, you're both responsible for raising these children. Okay. you're nagging each other and the kids and you have to like be a team that's on. And she's like, I've spent more time with this woman than probably anyone else in my life Mm -hmm. because years and years of working, you know, whatever people work. Okay. I don't know what this chick's job is. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like they work in an industry of some sort. Mm, Doesn't say also like, but they don't work together anymore. It just, which doesn't matter. Maybe like if he, if they just stick to like the same ski lift chair as each other, like, okay, then there might not be that much other opportunity for talking, right? You can't talk when you're skiing. Mm, I guess not. You just talk at the top of the hill and then the bottom, mm-hmm. and when you're in drinking your hot cocoa and stuff. <sighs> this sounds this sounds lame. I thought this problem would be better. Yeah. What What Philip say? That well, what's your advice? Go, but just only stay in the. <laughs> I ski, don't care ski about lift? this person enough <clears throat> okay, to give her so- advice. Beaver's saying, bring your friend, but don't let him out of the ski lift. Or just don't bring him and, like, distance yourself from this dude who's obviously going to kill you. <laughs> okay, this is three paragraphs. Ugh. You put your finger on a category of lie that, while still wrong, of course, I find sympathetic. Oh, <gasps> Philip. This guy probably doesn't think he's good enough as he is, so he makes up glittery stories to be more appealing to you. He's not getting anything else out of this fabricated encounter Ariana Grande, right? But the lies don't enhance his prestige. They just get him vetoed from ski trips. In my experience, the people who do this tend to be sensitive and defensive. Avoid a brusque confrontation with him. Instead of saying, stop this nonsense with celebrities, try to be gentle. The next time he claims to have schmoozed a pop star, say, I value your kindness more than your ability to get past Cardi B security guards. Do you know that? That sounds really snarky. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's just the way I said it. No, you you said it nicely. Okay. Do you know that? Do you know that? That might be all it takes for him to realize his miscalculation about your friendship, blah, blah, blah. If this doesn't, turn it up a notch. Ask him gently, did you really chat with Cardi B today? If he persists with his lying, spare your friends their justifiable annoyance and see him on your own. Yeah. That's what you said. I did. And forget the ski trip for now. Fantasy name dropping in the lodge is not a fun Après ski activity. Fran- did you say fran? I did say fran. Because that's a French word. Yeah, a fran. A fran, fran après, après ski actividad. That's one of the rare scenarios where Philip Glonis is more uh, kind of sensitive and in touch with people's feelings than us. Mm. I would say. Would you say? I don't know. Would you say? I don't know. Maybe right. maybe Philip Glonis. I don't know. I'm definitely. I certainly went straight to pathological psycho killer. Yeah. I mean, as did it's you. worrisome. Because you should at least, like, if you're a pathological liar, like, be good at it, you know? Right. Like, don't use it for that. Use it for a better cause. Use it for good, Use it to make money, for Mm -hmm. instance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah, it is sad. It is ultimately sad. Yeah, I get it, Philip. 
Hey, Philip, we're with you. We get you. We feel sorry for this guy. Talk to you next week. Bye, PG. And that, that wraps up a social Q-tips. Na 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 la 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 na 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 na. Q-tip. Okay, how do you feel now? Do you feel limber? I think I do. How are your mind muscles? Hey, Good. Are you, are you ready to? Should we just jump into this jump next in. one? Jump in. So this segment is where we play voicemails or recorded robo voices of email <laughs> i don't know how to describe that other thing that i'm trying to uh-huh. get us in in doing you got a voicemail i got a voicemail and we're gonna play it for you listeners and, and so what i'm gonna do is hold this up to the microphone mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk you through i'm gonna this. crank your mic so don't crank talk my into mic. It. i'm not gonna talk or breathe okay mm-hmm. crank it now hey um hey beaver and cleaver I'm really looking forward to what sort of advice you have for me. Uh, The situation is that I have a dear friend of mine who is dating someone that I do not like a lot. And I think just more objectively speaking, (laughs) kind of a bad dude. Although I can't take my personal bias out of it. And it seems like they know that they should break up. And I sort of set my own boundaries to where they don't see this person. And they don't ask us to hang out together. But I'm just wondering if you have any advice for me to help my friend speed up the process which is drawn out for like many months now of just cutting this dude out of their life thanks for the advice (laughs) (laughs) and thanks for the advice okay oh man what a common tale, huh? What a common tale. Who I just, hasn't been I there? might need a little quick, brief recap, because I imagine that that's not the first time you've heard that. Honestly, it, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, um, so in the at the very end, Caller said the like the ultimate advice that they wanted was how to help their friend speed up the process of cutting it off with this person, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe like when they use the phrase speed up the process, mm-hmm. it makes me think that they have already been trying to end it. So, yeah, that she was said my something about question. it being drawn out for many months, like the process right. of breaking up. Right. So my first question would have been, do they want to actually break up or do you just want them to break mm-hmm. up? And so that phrase right there, speed up the process has been drawn out for many months, makes mm-hmm. it makes me feel or think that they do want to break up. Yeah. I imagine it's a scenario where like, say it's you and me for instance. Okay. And you're like, oh, I'm so unhappy. Like, I know I should end it, but I don't know how, blah, blah, blah. And you keep coming okay. to me. You just keep coming so to me with caller, this problem. The caller's probably been the ear. Right. For a long time. And to, over it. To the caller, it's probably pretty simple and straightforward, right? End it. Right. Because it always is with other people. It's always yeah. like, I don't understand why you, beautiful person that you are, keeps this piece of... I'm going to say it. Oh I'm going to say it. Oh Piece God. of shit. Whoa. Uh, full disclosure, I don't know who this is about, but yeah. I do trust this caller. Okay. When she says bad dude. Yeah. Bad that's dude. not something to say lightly. You know, It's not. It's not. Yeah. And I've been in that position too of seeing someone beautiful and amazing just kind of get worked like emotionally, spiritually, 
and you're like, can't you see this? It's night and day. I'm looking right at you. And it's, it's, it just drop it, cut it out, cut it out. But, um, but it's not that easy period. Mm, It's just never is. And so a big, I would say a nice, healthy dose of empathy, Mm -hmm. which is super challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, always leading with questions so when this friend comes and they're like i really want to cut stop and and instead of saying great do it when are you going to do it why haven't you done it yet maybe and i'm not assuming that that's what they are doing this call like you said this caller sounds like somebody who's very sensitive and in touch with their their friend who's hurting you know but you could start with asking certain questions that would uh illuminate maybe why that person is sticking around the bad dude in general like mm-hmm. what is it what's what's the draw is it so, is there like um is there some there's got to be some emotional need that's being met by being with this person even if it's for toxic reasons mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if sure. there's some like addictive personality that's going on if there's mm-hmm. some codependency if there's some you know I- insecurities or you know whatever that are being met by this person that's why they have this sort of energetic contract mm-hmm. and it really takes like therapy <laughs> yeah dude to cut that off it does you got to understand like i mean i think it's really hard for people to even understand why they are drawn to someone that they know like this person is obviously losing if not friends like you know social opportunities or she's being pushed out when she's spending time with this other person mm-hmm. like it seems really clear cut like she probably knows that it's not good for her overall, but she probably doesn't really understand why it's also great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I right. think that's like, it's very addictive. Is that the word? Yeah. Should you call it a brain chemistry thing? Maybe. I think that bit. has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. And like breaking cycles is really hard. It really is. It's uh, it can sometimes take like a very hard stop to mm-hmm. make to, to make it make it go. It's a it's an interesting thing. I've been through it myself, and it's like <laughs> I'm sure you have to. <laughs> I'm sure all of our listeners have at some yeah. point. But it's like this thing where, you know, it's like having rose colored glasses. You know, everything looks a certain way, and you don't see all of these flags, and then suddenly you do see the flags that everyone around you is like, yeah, you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that that was happening. You didn't know that I was getting pushed out of your life or that you were t- t- completely changing into a different human around that person. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. And I would argue that it like, even once you've identified that feeling, it's still like this, like weirdly like enjoyable cycle almost because you're like, you know it's wrong or like there's like this element of like secrecy all the kinds of bad stuff that don't really work out for anyone right Mm -hmm. like you're saying like i don't want to see you anymore and then you're like but maybe i do again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like i think people can really get stuck in that for a long time it's also easy it's so easy it's easy just to keep status quo this this person could have real fear of change or fear of being alone Mm -hmm. and even though our caller sounds like their super special friend to this person having super special friend is not the same as having you know a partner mm-hmm. and that that could that could hold some special weight for this person okay know. so we've definitely related and mm-hmm. you know tried our hardest to understand but what what do they do oh i'm stuck 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I touched on it a little bit. Like the next time the conversation comes up. Oh yeah. Okay. To try but to I think ask, that this person like, is asking like, what should the friend do? Or like, do you have any tips? Oh, uh, no, I you're right. You're right. I misunderstood. Oh. I'll just read part of the transcript. Oh, okay. Wondering if you have any advice for me to help my friend speed up the process. Yeah. I misheard. So I think the first thing, again, would next time it comes up naturally, would mm-hmm. be to start asking those, um, not digging, but like more information seeking questions that are like almost having nothing to do with the problem at hand, mm-hmm. but just get to like, what's it, what's in it for you? Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what, what makes you happy about this? And almost kind of twist the, not twist, but turn the conversation in this other direction to just learn more about what's happening. And then that mm-hmm. could totally inform your next step, which could be, you know what? I know this great therapist mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you get 15% off if I uh, yeah, refer I you. A, I have a card. I have right a Groupon. Here. It's this, kind of a punch card. Did we mention Groupon on the last podcast? We may have. Okay. Sounds familiar. Or it might lead you to be like, whoa, I, this isn't my battle. I yeah. gotta, I, I gotta I, let it go. You know what my move is? To not hang out with you as mm-hmm. much, which is so sucky. It is, but... I don't know. I think like it's really hard to get people to like do these like mental exercises where it's like, how do you see this going? Mm -hmm. Like really, where do you see this going? Do you think that there's any plausible reality where like in a few months things are better with this person? Like chances are probably not. Mm -hmm. But like, how do you someone might realize that, but it doesn't necessarily help. Mm-hmm. But I think for this person, I would say also just staying strong with your opinion mm-hmm. and being clear that like this guy is not good. It's not good. Totally. Not gonna work is really valuable later when this person does have like the personal strength to end it. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that like, you know, this friend was like there all along with this opinion can be a lot to like fall back on. Yeah. Like, and kind of give you strength when you're having second guessing moments right about like your decision right 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 i think i've definitely had that experience where i've like call summoned these voices of wise people in my head when i'm struggling with something where i'm like nope like if so-and-so didn't think that this person was being good to me like Mm -hmm. they were right i have to go with it right because in that moment of deciding there's so many so many opportunities to second guess and again Mm -hmm. just fall back on what's easy which is not make the change Mm -hmm. so i guess that would be the second piece of advice is just Keep consistent with what you believe and always coming from a place of love and just continue to be there mm-hmm. for your friend. And try not to put them in the position where they are just forced into kind of saying like, yeah, I know. Right. I need to end it. Like, Because that's not going to do you it. You got to push it to, to another conversational level where yeah. they don't feel like they have to necessarily like make that promise to you Mm, i like that so the goal of the conversations is not to get the person to say okay i'll break up with him there's a whole other goal which is maybe to get the person to say you know i never really thought about that but i do feel like shit every time i'm around him Mm -hmm. or yeah i never realized that his he made you feel like this or that you know like to help Mm -hmm. unearth some other realizations yeah well yeah i think we nailed it what do you say, caller? Are you going to take it or leave it? <laughs> Forgot that you're hoarding We'll never know. We'll never know, but we do like to hear follow-ups, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six-month mm-hmm. update, five-year update. We like to know how your problems are going. We always welcome back our callers, we do. our emailers, we do. our live guests. Bendy Birdmaster, by the way, if you're just tuning into the podcast for the first time ever, 
We also have a radio sode. Yeah. <laughs> a weekly radio sode. Mm-hmm. Thanks to KZMU, Moab Community Radio in Moab, Utah. We have a live show on Thursday mornings at 11.30. And that's where we take live calls. Unrehearsed. Unrehearsed. It's only a half an hour. It's a quickie. It's fast. It's super boring. fast. It has separate segments. We are drinking coffee. I'm drinking coffee. It's a clean show. It's so clean. And we have regular callers like Bendy Birdmaster. Although, now that we're not clean right now, I do want to kind of get into something, which is the way that you are using the word Hummer (laughs) over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have any other associations with that word? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Okay, Okay. just wondering. I was just wondering how intentional it was because... Some of the ways that you use the word Hummer were pretty shocking from morning radio. Yeah. Well, I I liked it. I feel like it's not as common. I just learned it like last year. Right. I think it was more of like your generation, you know? (laughs) I'll be honest. Like I I maybe don't know exactly what it means. It means. You want me to lay it out for you? Is it a B-L-O-W-G-A-O-B? With H-U-M-M-I-N-G. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, a pantomime, pantomime. <laughs> no, I get it. It's okay. I get it. Okay. You got it. Yeah. I, uh, I always just thought it was just the BLOWJOB so because was having... it was like, that's a humdinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought that too. And then I was on the phone with someone and they were like, I'm going to look it up right now on Urban Dictionary to prove it to you that humming is involved. Oh, wow. But I think it's both. I mean, Urban Dictionary is quite trustworthy. The thing is w- about that particular segment is... It's a very, I mean, there was no, I wasn't stretching the word by any means. Like, we needed a guest Hummer. Yeah, we did. It's true. And also, we live in a place where people have Hummers. Mm-hmm. The, and I the needed vehicle. someone to call to give me a Hummer. She needed a Hummer right there, right, right then, then and there. there. <laughs> Jinx, you owe that's, me a Hummer. That's another segment of our show where we say things at the exact same time. And it will always, always surprise, surprise you. you. There we go. <laughs> did it. There we go. All for you. All right. I think we nailed that piece of advice. It was a hard one. And uh, I think it's now time to move on to one of our other brand new segments here on this podcast, which is Cleaver Cuts It Out. Cleaver Cuts It Out. All right. I mean, we could do the Beaver's Log. I brought the log. What? I started looking through it, you know. Mm -hmm. To kind of be like, what am I getting into? Like, yeah. what what's the worst thing that Cleaver right. could accidentally share? Stumble upon. Like, anything where I'm, like, being mean about my mom, off limits. Right. You know? Yeah. Because that was For sure. teenage years. For sure. I totally regret that. Yeah. Um, same goes with my brother. Okay. If I said anything mean about him, I don't, you know, I don't yeah. want that mentioned. Of course. Um, otherwise, I think it's all fair game. But I remember how I was telling you this morning on Gchat that I really wanted to cry. Yeah. I don't, like needed to get it out, yeah. listener. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not because I was sad, right? It was like a physical feeling. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Drain release. the swamp. You needed a release. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drain I the main vein. Did <laughs> shed a little tear, just like. Was it from the Gillette commercial? Uh, no, oh. it was from flipping through my own memories. Oh my god! There was one where it was a New Year's Eve party, mm-hmm. and I was like in eighth grade, and I got invited to a party at a popular girl's house, and all the girls had a sleepover. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't invited. Ouch. So my mom had, to, like, she was picking me up at, like, 1230. And I was just thinking about how sad that is, oh. like, to sit on the steps while, like, everyone's, like, getting ready for their sleepover. At 1230? And my poor mom had to pick me up. That's so soon after the ball drops. It's I mean, like, I was, on. like, 13, but. 
I know, but still. I mean, maybe it was 1 a.m., but I'm she probably sorry. didn't want to stay up all night. That sucks. It's okay. I just got sad about it. Yeah. But then, like, as I was looking deeper into the, the entry, mm-hmm. it didn't actually make me that sad at the time. Mm. So I was just, like, retroactively feeling sad for myself. Well, that's nice. Because at the time, I was like, uh, I don't really, like, love these people. That's what I think is so amazing about this whole segment yeah, is that really opening up a lot yeah i mean it really does shine a light on how different <laughs> so cliche sounding but like how different you are now and how like you really can look back on your younger self mm-hmm. and offer yourself empathy i mean it's totally inner child it's crazy rescue to all of our teen listeners i would recommend Get, get started right now. Yeah. Keep I'm journaling. regretting. I wish I could tell my teen self to keep a better journal because I would only write when I was like super upset about something or really crushing hard on someone. Mm-hmm. And then I, and it was one entry. So yeah. I, every time, I'm, I mean, I've, I've kept them sometimes and I'll flip through and it's like these random one year apart, like super emotional, mm-hmm. really intense. It doesn't give you an overall feel for like no, the daily life. No. Just the most traumatic. No. But you know what I did do? I kept serious note takings with friends. Like I had Ooh, good. journals. That's even more. Volumes of journals that we would pass back and forth. That's. I think notes. that tells you like a lot because then yeah. you get to see the other person's mm-hmm. voice and perspective. Mm-hmm. Like some of the most informative portions of this journal are actual like things I wrote down that someone else said to me, you know? Yeah. It's so cool. I found an entry from, it was uh, ninth grade. No probably 10th grade i think um it was when the the terrorist attacks on the mm-hmm. world trade center and i have like entries like note taking entries from that day <gasps> which felt so historic in some mm-hmm. weird way and uh i was reading through them and they're they're so bad like it's kind of amazing we were so young so naive and so kind of ignorant and uninformed and i i my friend wrote something about like towel heads. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy too, because when I like, when I look back on who I was and like, that wasn't me. And, but it, it's crazy. Cause it also like, wasn't her, but there was this sense of fear mm-hmm. that everybody had. And I remember none of our teachers were talking about what had happened. Nobody was turning on the TV. We were all just pretending like it was business as usual. So all of the students were just, sort of swarming with this poor information of what they passing heard. Passing that notebook around. Passing the notebook around, but also like repeating maybe what they heard one adult say, some horrible racial slur, and not really knowing what the implications were. Mm-hmm. For the record, I'm pretty sure I, I did not <laughs> um, say that. I would <laughs> like to offer this little bit of information. I also found a journal entry from that day. What? Um, somewhere else. It was like a school journal that we had to keep. Yeah. Uh, in which I was like... I don't know who this Osama bin Laden guy is, but I don't think we should jump to any conclusions. And like, I think I just really don't like how people are talking about him. Oh, <laughs> straight up defending, like right wow. off the bat. I was like, wow. let's go with the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh. very, uh, I always felt so sorry for people. Yeah. Even, you know, alleged terrorists. Yep. Alleged. See, look at that. I, you know what? Yep. Let's not get into it. Okay. okay. Although, if we ever wanted to touch some conspiracy theories. Oh, I would love to. It would be really fun. Also, quick. Do you know a lot about conspiracy theories? Um, I'm like very close to people that know okay. a lot about conspiracy Same. theories. And I do believe 
that anything could be true. At this Let's point. invite them on the show. <sighs> okay. I'm into Great. it. I would like to talk about the Denver airport one first, I think, because it Perfect. feels most relevant. Penises. Penises, everywhere. horses, yep. blood. Um, Underground war facility. I think that would be great. Great. What was I? Oh, I was going to talk about my other podcast pitch really quickly. Oh, yeah. It's just where you and I get drunk <laughs> on different kinds of alcohol. And okay. review the experience as it's happening. Oh. And we call it hot potty. <laughs> what do you think? I love that you idea. like it? Yeah. Or like something tep, tep drinking toddy? potty <laughs> as in like p-a-h-t-a-y yeah yeah wait what's that a reference to did we make a joke what? about that the tepid toddy yeah yeah we're gonna open a bar called the tepid toddy called the tepid toddy where all the drinks we serve are almost <laughs> right like the t- like the the hot toddy would just be kind of lukewarm and the pina colada would be with like skim coconut milk mm-hmm. and the old-fashioned would have grapefruit i don't really yeah, know we don't know this enough is, about yeah, drinks exactly. to even go with this but if you'd like listener if you'd like to hear us the long island iced tea would only have three types of alcohol instead of Ew. five <laughs> <laughs> unacceptable yeah um yeah i think that that i think that about wraps it up with beaver's log too yeah I what's beaver's log theme song um i don't know on the spot. Ani DeFranco. What is it? It's an oh, Ani DeFranco song. <laughs> so maybe maybe next week we'll get into it again. Okay. Take a little breather. No, this was definitely an we'll episode digest. of the, like of the Beaver's Log because I talked about it. Heck yeah! I talked about a moment. Totally. Maybe that's what I'll just read it before every episode. Talk about a moment that was hard. But I want to be able to read some okay. of your the way that you phrase things. I uh, one of the weirdest tendencies i had was to use spanish in like a completely incorrect way i love it where i'd be like el prepos oh yeah mm-hmm. like was that cool back then yep i also said like massively a lot like massively make out oh totally yeah. i went through a mega phase uh-huh mega crush mega crush mm-hmm. i think i was trying to what was i trying to replace Maybe super? I don't remember. I was trying to replace another word, and I was like, I'm going to start saying mega. Did you guys use the word bust down? Nope. What's that mean? It was like a not nice term about girls who, uh, you know. What? You know. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. Bust down? Bust down. Like she was a bust down. I don't know what it, like Like why it means that. No, it meant she would like put out easily. That feels wrong to say too. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Never heard it. I don't like the language I use to describe other girls. You know what I found? I went home recently on uh, Chris- for Christmas mm-hmm. and New Year's, and my dad had kept this Ziploc um, bag full of a bunch of um, old like memorabilia that mm-hmm. I had get- collected over the years, including um, a signed newspaper um, for for the local big wave surf contest. Because sure. I was super into like. The big waves by my house, Mavericks, mostly into the surfers, major crushes on all the surfers. That's nice to hear. Kelly Slater, Shane Dorian, Jay mm. Moriarty, mm. Flea. I don't know any of this. Okay. I know Flea. I know Flea. <laughs> there are a lot of, uh, not Flea the bass player though, Flea the surfer. I don't know that Flea. Yeah. I was he, assuming that he also surfed because, you know. Because why, why Why? not? Californication. Yeah, he probably does. Um, and but these were like turning me down. I, uh, me too though. I keep, I'm blowing up. Um, the... They were mostly Santa Cruz surfers mm-hmm. and some like other other places. <laughs> but they would all converge onto Half Moon Bay uh-huh. because of Mavericks, the big waves. Uh-huh. And so a couple times a year, uh, there would be, you know, 
access to all these super hot surfer dudes. Plus, I was really into the surfing culture. It was mm-hmm. like, for some reason, I, I got way stressed out in high school, way, way too stressed out about homework and mm-hmm. expectations and everything. And one of the things that helped calm me down was just like thinking about surfing and going out to the bluffs and just watching the ocean, even if I was doing my homework, like with my friend. It sounds like a teen movie. In my lo- Yeah, it was. Did you ever have a screen name that was at all surfing related? No. Really? M- all my names were like System of a Down related. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do Soad? Yes. Okay. My first email address was sarsoad at yahoo.com. <laughs> do you think we were ever in a chat room at the same time? No, nah, I didn't do chat rooms very much. I didn't really I did understand my car- what they were. at my friend Carol's house. Like uh, I would yeah. use her screen name. We all had a friend Carol. Yeah. And she was so not about it. And really? I would always be like, can we get on the computer again? She'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. I it made me feel kind of embarrassed about how... Into it. Oh, really? Like I was into it. Yeah. But they were like... <laughs> penises you know oh they yeah were like all about it okay cyber sex oh my I said gosh it. I, i'm warming up so i'm going through this ziploc bag oh, full of paraphernalia <laughs> it has the so and then the the newspaper was signed by this is part of the story signed by jay moriarty and he's uh-huh. a surfer who died free diving off the coast of india mm-hmm. and they made that movie about him called mm-hmm. chasing mavericks with mm-hmm. gerard butler mm-hmm. nothing yeah. nothing okay. sorry different i lived on a not coast that was recent no though coast. this movie came out recently i still live on a no coast okay <laughs> so also included in this paraphernalia packet were two manila folders with all of my um tear out pages from like circus and hit parade magazine of like system of a down and corn marilyn manson Uh like some great old marilyn manson posters wow um fangirl folders oh my gosh super that's thank you that's what i was thinking about as i was looking through that i was like this is just sarah is a fangirl Mm -hmm. this is the whole this is what this bag is and it makes sense because I work at a radio station. It's like you can't. You are a fangirl. You it's can't kind of not be a fangirl. The weirdest like differences I've been able to articulate between us that I never understood before. Yeah. Where I'm like anti-fangirl most of the time. There's a few people <laughs> I'll freak out for. Okay. Sorry, I'm not anti-fangirl. I'm not uh, yeah. anti-you. God. I'm anti-fanning. What's the word? You don't like being a fangirl. I like to be the opposite. Yeah. You like, like to be like, I don't care. Yeah, like if I met a famous person, I'd be like, whatever, are you happy even, you know, Yeah. inside? Yeah. And I'm like, I met this person. Uh-huh. It's a big deal. We're going to talk about I'm like, peaches? I'm not going to wash my hand. Yeah. And like, I think maybe I used from to From the be handshake. Like okay. From the yeah. handshake. Not from other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. She didn't put her hand in no. someone's no. mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can freak out for the right people together. That's true. And that's what counts. I'm a fangirl. I'm proud of it. I I like that it's you're a fun. fangirl. I think it's fun. Okay. It's always been fun. It used to be obsessive. I mean, my room was a shrine to every single band I liked any song by. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. But it was formative. And it's okay. And yeah. I'm I'm fine. And you're doing great. I'm doing great. But the now other... You get to talk to real live famous musicians on yeah. the phones. And sound like I know I can keep my shit together. Yeah, you can ask questions about like musical styles. Mm-hmm influences uh, genre genre yeah early life okay so the got it. <laughs> zipping up this story there was one piece of paraphernalia in this fangirl box bag ziploc thing that was not a fangirl thing and it was a it was a xerox of this like this logo that my best friend's older brother made and my best friend's older brother was so 
cool. Mm. And um, he was like super goth. He's super cute, gay, had a rad name, and had great music taste. The perfect man. <laughs> He's the perfect man. <laughs> and and an artist. <sighs> and would and was hilarious to us. Mm-hmm. So he, my friend would come to school with all these great jokes that her brother had come up with. These great little one-liners and mm-hmm. these little, you know, do you remember, did you do this thing in middle school or high school where you would just repeat the same phrase and like that was the inside joke? Oh, sure. I still it was do just, that. It was just like two words yes. or something. To this, to this day. To this day. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the kind of jokes that he would make and we would just keep, we, would, we loved it. Inside jokes. Inside jokes for days. Mm-hmm. So I found this logo that he had made and it, it's <laughs> so sad. It's so mean. I showed it to Gabe and I explained what it was and I felt like a bad person. I was like, I can't believe I thought this was funny when I was younger. I'm like, as a, as like a feminist now. Oh no, what was it? So it was this drawing of a person, a woman, a very, very simple stick drawing. Like uh-huh. imagine the handicap sig- symbol. Okay. <laughs> but with like a hair, like a hair swoop on the head. Are they sorry? Are they in a wheelchair? It's they're not in a wheelchair, but imagine that general shape. Like it's an, it's not a what person. It's like a women or men's bathroom sign. And it's not like that. Okay. No, it's like a profile. Uh-huh. You see the head, and then you see the stick body, and then you see a foot. Okay. Okay. So you've got a circle line going down, and then foot uh-huh. going out to the right. Okay. Uh-huh. And then there's this like big arc. Uh on the back like Uh it starts at her like upper back and goes all the way down to the foot Uh that's why i think of the the handicap symbol because it's round because it's it's got that roundness okay Okay. we also do logos and then there's this tiny little arc on the chest like Uh super super tiny Uh and then on the left side of the page it says b-a-n-t band big ass no tits uh-huh. And the joke was that we would just say "band." Uh-huh. That was it. Did you know you knew what it meant? I knew what it meant. Uh-huh. Repeated "band" all the time. I would see "band." I'd see her like the 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 logo like drawn in the dust at the local gas station, and I would be like, <laughs> "That was so funny." Band, band was here. Ah, band. And uh, and that's the end of the story. I just there's a part of me that feels like. At, like it atrophied a little bit when yeah. i look back on yeah. that memory I loved and i was like i wish i like i love that this was funny then but at the same time like i, I what were we thinking it was bad it was a bad time butterface remember that oh yes Ugh. howard stern uh-huh yep well we're nicer to girls now we are nicer to girls now at least on the surface am i right <laughs> heck yeah super official All right superficial cleaver cuts it out cleaver cuts it out cut it out cut it out i just talked for a long time though do you want to take the lead on something um you know i think i'm good i really just want to continue to talk about like sex games that we played in middle school (laughs) i didn't play any you never played lemon nope okay i saw that in my journal and i had to look it up okay i was like i played lemon and banned today and like it turns out like boys do like me more than i realized and i was like what the hell is lemon and i looked it up and it's you just write down five guys names okay and then five actions that you would do to a lemon oh to a lemon yeah which is like a weird one because like like school oh squeeze it suck it yeah lick it lick it salt it kick kiss it slice it (laughs) yeah slice it yikes and then you would like scramble them up somehow okay and then you would be like would i lick seth 
no or whatever it was so dumb <laughs> amazing so dumb let's play lemon on the next episode what boys should we use i don't know obviously celebs obviously a mix of celebs and our own partners mm-hmm. just to get weird just to get weird that would be a great podcast too like where we just played games like that like yeah. that one house or whatever mm-hmm. mash mash yeah house. what's house? mansion apartment it was about houses shack and house how, yeah, I guess yeah. houseboat maybe. Yeah, yeah. Cleaver cuts it out. Cleaver cutting Cleaver. it out. I can't remember it. I think it was like Cleaver. Why don't you just cut it in the middle? <laughs> it's just that song <laughs> that a child sang to me today. I love it. Okay, what do you got? This is a segment of the Take It or Leave It podcast where I Cleaver talk about something that's happening that i think should stop <laughs> <laughs> to put it simply yeah it's an opinion piece amazing it's truly advice that no one is solicited but that needs to be out there this is like omni vice it's yeah. just going out to the whoever is in charge of the thing that i ne- need to stop mm-hmm. i need to have stopped i guess <laughs> the reason why we were excited about this is because i rarely draw a hard and fast line on things mm-hmm. yeah really like it tickles me when you get like hard what do you <laughs> yeah right, leave it right there that's leave it right there so today's cleaver cuts it out is robo calls what you gotta cut it out <laughs> i know it's boring but my god so here's what i'm talking about okay tell do me. you get robo calls i don't answer my phone i get ever so many robocalls a day i probably get 10 a day do you answer no but it drives me crazy okay is it a robot talking or dialing? no it's a dialing okay or or maybe it's a human dialing so it's when you get calls from like a weird number basically yeah it's what happens when you answer well sometimes uh sometimes there's a human sometimes it's a recording sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just fucking freakily silent yeah that's always and then hangs up so then and the reason why I wanted to get into this a little bit because I feel like some listeners can relate. It does something to my body uh-huh. when I get a robocall. Really? It does. There's this instant sense of anxiety huh. that like flushes over me and I feel like I'm being manipulated. Uh-huh. I feel like I might possibly be losing a call that I actually need, mm-hmm. but because I'm not going to answer it, I, you know what I'm saying? I do. I give... Uh, like I make a lot of calls for KZMU that are for funding or for like help that I really need. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll leave my cell phone number, but I don't n- remember those phone numbers. No way. You're not going to remember. Do right. you get the air- Does it tell you the area code? Yes. Does that help at all? No. Because it's all over the place? Because it's all over the place. The most frequent one that I've got right now is from Georgia. And so when I know something comes from Georgia, I'm like, decline, decline, decline. You know what's weird? I've been getting a ton from Sheboygan, Michigan. What's up with that? And that's where I went like after prom. Oh. We all went camping there, and I just like thought it was a funny name, but I've never heard it mentioned since since prom night. Wow. And Sheboygan's coming back at me. Sheboygan's coming back. The other thing that that happens with this that is is truly disconcerting is I get number I get five six two numbers and you're, five you're six two. Is that your what's area? that? Is no, that- six five zero is my own area code. I get some of those too, I and I just know, know not to answer those because nobody calls me from six five zero unless it's my parents and it says dad. Yeah, clear, clear, clear as day. Right. No, but the five six two area code freaks me out because that's Long Beach uh-huh. and that's where my birth mom oh. is from, and I've been trying 
this is without getting too far into it my birth mom is in long beach <laughs> period <laughs> all right so i think what you're saying <laughs> is on. long beach long beach is where, is where your biological mom resides correct okay. yeah got it and uh and obviously if in case you haven't been able to extrapolate we are not connected anymore like basically from when i was age three until now completely are you estranged. she's not in your phone as bio mom She's in my phone as her given name, Okay, which she, I should say on the podcast because someone might know where she is. Lori Lombos. If have you, you seen her? Have you seen Lori Lombos? If you have, call email Beaver and Cleaver. Call, no, call Cleaver. And, she she won't answer. Come. I won't answer because I'm too like freaked out. Yeah. So I spent all this time trying to find her Facebook, mm. like messaging. I have two different phone numbers for her in my phone, both 562 numbers. I call both of them. Nothing happens, but I'd leave messages like, hey, I'm trying to reach Lori Lombos. Uh-huh. I've even texted uh-huh. nothing. And so when I get these 562 numbers, uh-huh. I have like a miniature panic attack because first of all, I think it could be my mom. Uh-huh. Should I answer it right now? We haven't spoken in like five, ten years. Uh-huh. Do I have the? Do I have like the, the strength, the emotional Is strength the right, right now time? to yeah. handle this? But then I'm also like, it could be my grandma because mm-hmm. she just got a new phone number. That's also 562. Right. Or it could be a robo call so i never answer yeah. and then it hopefully will go to voicemail and then if they do leave a voicemail i'm like is it my mom right so it's this whole like crazy psychological like ptsd thing that happens with robo calls and i like i know it's not that big of a deal but i've tried to block them i've tried to do all this stuff and i can't and i just feel like at this point all of the folks who are behind <laughs> quote unquote behind the robocalling, the AI, the call centers. Like what do they want? I have no inkling of an idea. And are they getting what they want? Is this an actual good viable means of making the thing that you want happen happen? No. Shouldn't they just be. be calling the elderly? It's driving me bananas. You know, I gotta say, when my phone rings at all, yeah. I have a panic attack. Yeah. And it's something like I really don't understand. Like a good friend of mine will call. Yes. But I go through the same thing that you described. Yes. A wave. Of like, is this the right time? Can I handle this We haven't talked in like a year. So imagine that like times 15 more times per day or more. Uh Uh-huh. It's just just too much. It's too much. It's too much. We don't need it anymore. So cut that shit out. There's too many phone numbers out there. There's too many phone numbers. I tried to get us a Google number. Yeah. Here's the catch. To get a Google number, you have to have a number. Right. That was the catch. Oh, yeah, I know that. But then <laughs> if you link it to your number, then calls are just forwarded to you. Yes, exactly. So. That was that's the that's the that is the problem with my thought to have these things. Should we get a burner? Yep, let's get a burner. Then we can robocall everyone and be like, what? Do you let's need break and bat on? it. Is that a verb yet? Break and bat it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like one when we get a burner verb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's getting late. I'm sorry what i'm losing my words I think you're being so funny um i just want to say also that when we were g-chatting today I yeah. really put my lips mm-hmm. on the mic that's good um and i misspelled rough r-u-f-f it was a really weird moment for me i loved it because i really was trying to write r-o-u-g-h well you'd written r-o-u-g-h to me yeah and yeah like, i'm having a rough day or whatever right. sorry that's okay and yeah thanks for like, outing me i was like okay i had a rough, rough day okay okay we all have rough days you guys <laughs> right some of us work a job this is the part of the podcast where we get weirdly condescending to our 30 listeners 
subscribers. Some of us are working. Me. Some of us yeah. are moms. Okay. And that wraps it up for Cleaver. Cuts it out. Cuts it out. Ow! We should get a pair of scissors. Ooh. Yeah. One of my favorite noises. Some people hate Scissor it. Scissor cuttings? Yeah. That's my Love ASMR. Is there ASMR? ASMR? ASMR. That ass is from Mars. That's how we can get subscribers. We can just talk to each other like this. What? What? What does that mean? Because that's that triggers the ASMR reflex. Oh, I completely forgot we were talking about that. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, folks. This has been ASMR Corner. And speaking of subscribing, you should consider subscribing. We're now on three or four different platforms. Like big famous platforms. Anchor. Stitcher. Pocket, Pocket Cast? Casts. And Never a new heard. one. Yeah, I saw that today. That's like, um, what's it called? I can't remember. Nothing I've heard of. Yeah. Something cool. Um, and if you're, you know, if you're tuning in and you're like, these girls are, there's potential, but it's rough. R-U-F-F. Yeah. Give us some time. Overcast. Give us a little time. That's a clever name. Overcast. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. A lot of podcast puns out there. Hey. Hey. That's why we're made for this. We are. We are. But we're genuine, too. And that's what's cool. So give us like, just keep listening, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Let us find our groove. I think this time we are already 20% more on it than last time. Oh, at least. So next time I'm going to give us... At least twenty percent. I'd say more like 30, 30 to forty percent on it's it. It's a ball that keeps rolling. This faster is going to probably be what the podcast is like. <laughs> Do you like people talking to each other and occasionally remembering that someone else is listening? Then subscribe. <laughs> subscribe now to take it or leave it with Beaver and Cleaver. The best part is we don't have ads. Oh, and the best part is you can be involved by emailing beaverandcleaver at gmail.com. That was really nice and concise. And if you'd like to learn how to give us a voicemail. Call. Call me. (laughs) Here's my Google voice number. No, I think what we do is we just copy the text from the Gmail, Uh put it into like text edit on the on the computer. I, I just don't think anyone wants uh, to hear a robot. Okay. I think they only want to hear us. This is me being... Um, you want to, You hate the robocallers. I know. But you are trying to literally make a robocall. I know. This is the same problem we had at the, at the top of the top of the hour. Top of the hour. When we were talking about unsolicited advice. That's true. Oh, there's the one acronym that I forgot that uh-huh. I wanted to try to bring to life okay. in this podcast. And it was something about the white men <laughs> oh oh is this from um my notes my notebook yes who no that can't be it white men womo 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 white old men over it i don't no. know there was something because it happens to us a lot dear listener on our radio show we get a lot of calls from eccentric white old <laughs> men that old hippies yeah that's part of no better way to describe it yeah and it's it's not a diss on like the entire you know uh, umbrella of white old men there's some really incredible white old men but we just happen to magnetize um the 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 (laughs) they love us crazy what it is they love us yeah We'll come back to that. I think it was like Womo and Womo. it's way old men. It was like, who are you? Who, 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 who. Yeah. It was kind of like FOMO, but not at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good acronym. Um, I think some final words here. What, final words of advice that you didn't know you needed. 
you know what? Take more baths. Take more baths. Ugh. And if you buy a bathtub, don't leave it outside in your yard like me. Great. And we love you so much. Thank you just for being here. Oh, we forgot. We want to tune into what uh, DJ's playing live right now. Oh, yeah. Let's get a little taste. That's great. Kind of wow. makes me want to run a nightclub with you. Man, why didn't we tune into that earlier? It's really helping. I feel like I have... 5% more energy. I'm all about percentages today. Great. Um, I felt I had one more thing to say. Oh, people, please do submit your questions because someday when we're really famous and we're going on live tours and stuff, you're going to be like... Hold on. Let me give you some background music. Okay. Go you're going to be like, why didn't I email when I had the chance when they actually read the emails before they had an assistant to read all the emails and filter through them and only choose the best ones? That's how you're going to feel. Would you agree? Nailed it. Get it in. Get it in now. I agree. I agree 100%. And um, have a good night. Take care. Be safe. Sorry about this, Spanish. Don't answer. <laughs> Porcento. Don't, uh, don't answer your robocalls. Bye. Bye. Da da da